welcome to the Shushbox Podcast, a safe space for self-expression, healing, and empowerment. Hosted by me, Sunita, founder of Shushbox, the wellness platform supporting survivors of sexual trauma. Hi, Shushbox friends. I'm really happy to introduce this week's podcast episode with the amazing Vanessa Cuccia, an artist, musician, and founder of the original crystal sex toy company, Shackrubs. The mission of Shackrubs is to create connection to others through connection with the self. Vanessa is also the author of Crystal Healing and Sacred Pleasure. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions, please do feel free to drop us an email at hello at shushbox.com. So welcome, Vanessa, to the Shushbox podcast. Um, so before we get stuck into things, and there's a lot I want to discuss with you. Um, as I was just saying earlier, I'm a huge fan of your work. Also, actually, just before this, I was listening to your music is so good. <laughs> yeah. I was totally vibing. And then I saw you was in the waiting room. I was like, oh, let me just uh, turn it down. Yeah. That's great. So good. Side note, but I was like, hey, this is good stuff. It's totally like my type of music. Oh, cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good. Yeah. So anyway, before we get started, do you want to maybe give yourself a little introduction? Sure. Um, my name is Vanessa Cuccia. I'm the founder and creator of Chakrubs, the original crystal sex toy company, author of Crystal Healing and Sacred Pleasure, which is about the philosophy behind the products that I developed and I'm also an artist and musician as you just so <laughs> kindly pointed out <laughs> a very good one <laughs> so yeah I mean today we're obviously going to just see how things go with the conversation but I'm you know like I was saying earlier I really enjoy um r- reading more about Shackrubs and your story as well behind it so what inspired you to to start the business it's one of those things that when I had the aha moment mm-hmm. the name Chakrubs just flew into my head, but it is one of those things that feels like there's so many instances throughout my life that led to that aha moment, if that makes sense. Um, When I was very young, I had a very common um, experience where like my vagina lips were like closed together, which is very common, but it caused a lot of, um, you know, trauma to that area because the doctors and my mother would have to really like spread me open like every Mm. night for like six months. And so there were things like that, that occurred. There were things like any type of shame that kind of developed when I was very young. Just, I tell this story in my book about just like being poolside and just like playing with my nipples as a kid and my mother being like, don't, don't do that kind of, you know, not consciously really realizing what like I had in the idea that this was like a sexual thing, you know? So just hearing this kind of like shameful um, attitude towards that event when you don't know how to process it, that you, you don't know how to process it. So it just gets kind of stuck as like, okay, touching yourself is kind of like bad. But then as I got older, I, I think the, the, what was closer to the, um, sorry about that, closer to the experience of developing chakras is six years prior, I had been in a relationship with the person. Um, I, was uh it's always a very tricky thing to 
to talk about. I try to choose my words carefully, but this person basically, um, I had intercourse with him for the first time and it was Mm non-consensual. And I, I think that in the moment of that happening, I, I had a kind of fawn response, meaning like, I kind of just like, I, you know, I didn't realize what was happening. And after it happened, instead of accessing any type of anger or surprise, I went into this mode of, um, let me just fix my perspective so that I was dating this person too. So let me just like make it so I have kind of this image of what I want, wanted my first uh, sexual experience to be and fall in love with this person. So I ended up being in a relationship for like six years with this person. And over that course of time, every time we engaged in any type of sexual activity, it wasn't pleasurable for, for me. It, it was me really wanting it to get to that point. So I would engage all the time, kind of waiting for it to feel good. Mm-hmm. But I was subconsciously learning that sex and, and sexual pleasure was really prioritized for my partner. And aside from that, I was being woken up every day with a penis inside of me, mm-hmm. just, you know, being used as his personal sex toy. I became pregnant by this person and didn't, you know, I, um, you know, chose to abort the pregnancy. And, uh, at that time that was an emotional thing. This person, he was in a band and he was like, I have a show. I can't be with you. There was just a lot of like kind of traumatic experiences. And at that six year mark, I, um, I was in my early twenties. I had moved to California to pursue music and acting. And I think it was just, uh, an epiphany of like, Oh, I'm a quarter of my life done. I'm working so hard to survive right now and also hating sex. And it was just kind of this thing where I was like, sex should be something that gives me pleasure in life because it felt like this is a birthright. Like this is the thing that makes life worth living to some degree. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of took that as a, like I, I got out of that relationship and I decided to go on this, you know, spiritual journey. And I, I knew that I wanted to start enjoying sex, but I also knew I needed to connect to myself and reintroduce me to myself without this relationship and without these ideas that pleasure is for my partner. And I took a job at an adult store uh, called the pleasure chest. And I was around all these people that were very knowledgeable, very non-judgmental when it came to sexuality. And I was also like carrying around like little like stones that I had um, picked up along my way to California on a road trip, like in Arizona and stuff. And I would just keep these crystals around with me and I was becoming very sensitive to crystal energy. And it was one night where I was at this woman's house who had a bunch of crystals and one of them was carved in this elaborate way. And the name chakras, like I said, just kind of flew into my mind. And I think, you know, I was working at a sex toy shop. And so the, the idea kind of just like came to me and I was like, crystals could be carved into um, shapes that could be used as 
as internal massagers. And it just like made so much sense to me. And that night, like my brain wouldn't stop. I knew that this was something that I wanted for myself. And I knew that if I wanted it, other people would as well. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Wow. Amazing. Thank you for sharing. But did it kind of like happen at the same time? Did you already know about some of the healing like benefits of crystals? Yeah. When I, um, you know, broke up with that boyfriend, I then was starting to like explore my spirituality a little bit more. I had always been very interested in, um, I think the chakra system. My father's a chiropractor. He used to have seizures as a child and, and says that yoga standing on his head is what healed his, his seizures. And he's a chiropractor. So it's, you know, being grown up around like the image of like the straight spine and all about like how energy flow is so important for that. My mother... Um, I'm like sitting up straight now. I'm like... Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I was so slouched over when you said that. <laughs> so, um, and my mother, she had a really intense, like I'll say paranormal experience when I was like really young. And she was, she is a musician as well. And that led her to create um, healing meditation music. She was a classically trained pianist and then had an experience that is definitely a story for another time, but she had an experience that she would suddenly like wake up and need got like a synthesizer keyboard and started creating like meditation music for healing and relaxation. So I'd always been aware of energy even, yeah, we would, um, our family would go to the beaches of Long Island and find like geodes on the beach and like crack them open and see like this beautiful like crystal inside. So there was always something there. I always knew that I connected to crystals. They're just pretty. I like to hold them. There was something that felt good, but it wasn't until I started looking more into this in my early Mm twenties that I realized like I could actually sense different energies coming from different stones and different ones helped me conjure up different emotions within myself. So I was getting into that when that um, experience happened, that chakra, the name just kind of popped into my head. Yeah, I think I was reading somewhere that the one that helped you with shame and releasing the blockage, was it the black obsidian? Yeah. So when I first started, I started with three stones and it was the black one that uh, yeah, black obsidian is a type of volcanic glass, actually, and it was used as an early mirror. And so seeing it, you know, seeing your reflection back to you, but it's like your shadow self. So it's about mm-hmm. uncovering things that you've you've maybe repressed about who you are or certain memories that could maybe help point to reasoning for certain blockages that you might have. So when I was developing developing chakras and I was using that stone in particular in the beginning it was interesting because I was like you know just a baby baby company and like thinking yeah this is all about self-love and beauty and and sexual empowerment and all these things but the black obsidian it was like it was having me kind of access uh I'll say like darker fantasies mm-hmm. and so that was really interesting just because I, I had to kind of reconcile this idea of anything is sacred when you give it the attention that it is. So even though I was having these darker, um, taboo kind of fantasies, 
it doesn't mean it's not good and it's not bad. It's something that is like helping me understand something about myself. And so that's what helped me develop then the shadow line after the original line was like a little bit more fetish inspired and everything. So, um, but yeah, it helped me release a lot of things from that first relationship. And then it went even deeper into a lot of other areas. That's really interesting. I mean, we actually started, so sex, I was like, sex, <laughs> Shushbuck started, <laughs> sorry, Shushbuck started as a sex positive platform about four or five years ago. I mean, it was just a small Instagram page because I used to feel like, you know, super sexually empowered. I was like, we should be talking about sex, you know, female empowerment. But then as I went on my own healing journey and un- uncovered layers within myself, that's where the sexual trauma came came out almost. So I think a lot of the time people do. I mean, it's great that the conversation shifted in the last five or six years with people talking more open about female pleasure and sexuality, but there's still that sexual trauma and the darkness like you just described it there. They, co- they can coexist. And actually yeah. to heal, you need to shine light on on the dark and it's not about repressing that that dark energy either is it yeah no and I am starting to uh, I'm starting to wonder about this too and just as I uh, move forward in in my life and you know I've been doing this for 10 years and I do talk this story about my trauma I've talked about many times and to me there's no emotional trigger that I get anymore I think from like talking about it and I do kind of relate that to yeah shedding shedding light on it and just also I mean I was able to build this kind of this business and this mission mm-hmm. from this ex- experience. And so it's like all about trans transmutation and kind of like this attitude of like, okay, this happened, this is true. And I'm going to m- make it so that it, it works for me in, in mm-hmm. some way. And that like brings about this really positive association to this event for my life. And that's been a part of my healing process, I think. Though what's difficult for me right now is because I feel like we're all such complex beings. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even after my book, there's advice in there, but I feel like I almost want to like preface it with like, this is advice from a Torian, you know, I'm like a, a Taurus. I am, or I'm like, you know, I grew up in Long Island, you know, it's like, this is like advice coming from this person. Yeah. And, and so it might not be true for everyone. It might not work or be helpful for everyone to uncover repressed emotions. I don't, I don't know. You know, I yeah. just, I, so it's like more of like my whole thing is just as, cutesy as this might be coming from like a person that developed a a sex toy company it's like play with yourself you know Mm -hmm. like play around with different things and find what works for you and that's that's kind of the attitude that I have now just because like when when you are dealing with things like sexual trauma yeah again it's like I don't know if uncovering some repressed emotions or repressed memories might be might be good or beneficial for everyone um but if you want to go down that route if you feel the desire to 
Mm -hmm. And I'm just about empowering you to do that for yourself. Yeah, I think that's a really important message with every with all of this. It's not one size fits all, but for the healing journey. So what works for one person might not necessarily work for the other. So yeah, I think it's really good for us to remind listeners that, you know, just because we're talking about this now, it doesn't mean, you know, you might not even feel like that's something that you want to do or, you know, explore in that way or maybe later down the line. Like for me personally now, pleasure is not about just connecting with another person, but I've been just, it's been happening. I've been practicing celibacy now for like the last two or three years. So, you know, to find intimacy, it's like redefining what intimacy is to me now compared to what it used to be. So it's not one size fits all. Absolutely. And I just feel like I'm, I'm so in the world of like, you know, self-help and spiritual development and new age. And I feel really sensitive to people that are in a place where, cause that's where I was. Mm-hmm. I was very lost. I was very disconnected to myself. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, part of my story is being brought into these kind of wild scenarios that were maybe unsafe because I was vulnerable to manipulation and all these things that are really prevalent for people that are seeking like self-help and, and you know, all these things. Mm-hmm. So another part is that I feel like there's so much pressure today to even like heal yourself you know and like look at like your trauma and like heal like you're broken or or something whatever mm-hmm. even through like sexuality it's like I because I'm so engrossed in like this world and like my algorithm like it's like showing me similar co- content all the time mm-hmm. I see so much that is that can be construed as like a pressure almost to even like hey you can have a cervical orgasm and a G-spot orgasm and you can like squirt and do this. Like you, there's so much to explore and that's so cool to know that we are capable of so much, but it's like, I'm also just like, don't feel any pressure to be anything other than what you are right now. Like just release the pressure to even heal yourself. If that's not where you're at right now. Like sometimes Mm. you just need somebody to say like, you're good and you don't have to be everything right now. And like, if you're focused on something else in your life, like that's okay. Just be open to those, those shifts in in life. And you're just like a human and like, you're going to learn your lessons no matter what you do. So it's just like, I'm also just like so sensitive right now to everybody feeling this pressure that I just want to be like, relax. It's all good. And that pleasure comes once you just relax. Like it actually is like our natural state to be in pleasure. So if you just realize that like wherever you are, it's okay you're golden. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really beautiful reminder. And it's actually, it's the mission I was reading. So I'm like, I've got all these notes. It's like the mission as well of Chakrups is to create connection to others through connection with the self. Mm-hmm. So it's all about bringing it back to the self, which I think is just such a beautiful message. And one that you kind of just explained there, really, it's not about healing from the outside. Healing comes from within. Obviously there's different modalities and different things we can connect with for healing, but it starts with the self. Yeah. And healing is just like an energy. Healing feels like there's a connection to pain when you when you feel into what healing is. When when you're focused on healing or like healing as an energy, there's always going to be this connection to whatever pain you're healing from. So that is like something 
interesting to just ponder because yeah, if you look at healing as an energy, it's always going to connect to the thing that's broken. And I think that's a really beautiful thing because my pain, whatever caused this, this pain, I'm, I'm healing from it. So I'm associating this energy of like this mend with this pain. So it's connected to that. But for me, I need to be connected to that because this is what is bringing me so much, um, so much connection and, and so much success, however you define it. Uh, in in my life is through this energy of of healing. Yeah, it's a philosophical concept because, yeah, it's like you you are you are perfect with with pain and without pain, and like you are just everything. So, if you're seeking healing, that means you're seeking to still remain connected to whatever caused that pain. But it's the feeling of like mending with it. So it's like identifying with that source which is a beautiful, beautiful thing, but that's just like one energy that you can access. So sorry to go on. No, no, that's interesting. Actually, I'm just like, whoa, yeah, that's deep. So, I mean, if we wasn't looking at it, if we flip it a little bit, the conversation then to more of like pleasure to, to finding pleasure, like you say, you don't always, some people might find that really empowering sometimes connecting to the healing and then finding that connection to feel the power from the pain. Um, but what about people who might be looking more so on just, you know, the, the, the pleasure side of it without yeah. connecting to that pain? If, does that make yeah. sense? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I get so into like the, the language that we use and I like to kind of dissect it sometimes because we, we use these words so often that like it's good. So yeah, pleasure taking pleasure is, is, is so necessary, I think. And, and in whatever means it is. So things like sexual pleasure and to me, it's just like a metaphor, right? So it's like, um, that physical pleasure that we're able to access through our sexuality to me is just like a gateway into becoming really sensitive to any type of pleasure that you could derive from your senses. So this is how I kind of like merge my, my spirituality with my sexuality. It's because if you indulge in that, in that pleasure, that is what breaks up existentialism, existentialism, which is like, why, what the, what is this? Like, what is this? What is happening right now? Like, what is life? You know, which can be a question. I think that's like an underlying thing in all of our experiences. And when you, when it comes up, it can be really, really scary, but pleasure kind of interrupts that, that fear and gives like, um, access to the spiritual part of ourselves, which is like, if you think of yourself as a spirit, not having a body, not having any of the senses, think about never having that. And then like being able to like be in a body and experience pleasure like that you, you want to, it's like, if you think of your spiritual self without that, that's why you're here is to feel those things. So to feel what it's like to, um, have, sexual pleasure, like that feeling in your, in your body is one really, uh, potent component, but then just like taste, 
scent, smell is like another thing. So accessing that pleasure and really honoring what it is just makes everything feel better. That's what (laughs) it makes things feel better to really be in that zone of gratitude for having the senses. And so it's just like pleasure breeds pleasure. You begin to be able to access it more. And then even beyond that, you realize that even things like your loneliness or sadness or frustration, when you look at it from that same same spot as your spirit kind of outside of your body, it's like you can look at yourself and be like, oh, you're lonely right now. You get to experience this loneliness and you start to love that part of the human experience. Accessing that more and more, I think, just helps this human experience, which is really bizarre and really difficult. <laughs> so that pleasure bring, I think it's like, a, it's a spiritual experience for me. And that's part of my messaging through chakras. Yeah, I love everything you're saying here. I mean, I think a theme throughout has been that transmutation of energy. It's all about energy. (laughs) That that is what it is. And it's just being manifested in in different different ways. And we can easily shift our experience to certain things just by acknowledging that and, and switching our perspective, I think. Doing things almost religiously is I think like religion is meant to help you remember your spiritual beliefs mm-hmm. so it's like with chakras to me it's like your arousal becomes a reminder of your spiritual beliefs so it's like if you have for example the, the heart chakra which is made from rose quartz and your um, intention with that is to keep your heart open to romantic relationships or something every time you get aroused which can sometimes have to do with like your hormones or what you eat or something sexy that you see it's like you become now uh reminded of that intention to keep your heart open so it's like you know it's it's just a good like practice it's a it's just a good reminder i i am going to keep my heart open to romantic relationships or whatever it may be. So it kind of, yeah, fits together in this way. <laughs> Definitely. It's, it's tying in the mind, body and the spirit, I feel. And it's becoming more intentional, I feel, with with the pleasure as well. So yeah, linking it. Because, you know, someone who's listening who might not know about the chakras or know about crystals, how would you go about, um, so if they were to come and obviously find chakras and they're like, right, this looks good, but I have no no idea where to start. Like, what would you advise um, for somebody who's interested in learning more about chakras or buying a product? Yeah, I think if somebody is interested in learning more, then by all means, learn more. There's, you know, there's so much information that we release through our magazine, Freak Magazine, my book and and whatever. Our Instagram just holds so much information. But even if people aren't interested in that, in that necessarily, I think there is this intuitive part of people that's like, this is beautiful. And this feels, first of all, just feels good. Like it Mm. feels pleasurable, which in it of itself is really, yeah, beneficial to people to just like access that pleasure. You know, it's good for the nervous system, stress and everything just to self-pleasure. 
And if you're inspired by the beauty of the stone and how natural it is, like, and that's going to encourage you to engage in that kind of pleasure more than that's in it of itself, like enough. But if you do feel this sense of like, what is this, what does this mean that it has energy and these metaphysical properties and that I can like unlock certain, certain things. It really just starts with, um, it starts with even the process of shopping on the website, like reading through the different descriptions because you, that like will help you understand something about yourself, right? Because if you're reading something like this is for the heart or this is for anxiety, or this is for like releasing, it's like certain things you're going to feel more connected to than others. So you're in this process of already discovering what you feel like you need on an emotional level. I was going to say, yeah, it's connected to what's really beautiful about chakras is that it does connect it to the emotions because it's all connected to emotions as well, which, you know, a lot of um, products out there within that space, it's not. Whereas now I'm just like, this makes all makes total sense to me. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's why, you know, when I worked at the pleasure chest, I had a, a great discount and I would walk around at the end of my shift and I had every, they had every sex toy under the sun there, but like, it wasn't just about an orgasm. It was about emotion. It was about what I needed to feel connected. It's definitely different than traditional sex toys uh, on that level. Yeah, it's a very emotionally supportive (laughs) uh, toy, (laughs) if you want to call it that. I do want to call it that, (laughs) definitely. um, You know, when we were talking earlier about um, sexual empowerment and, you know, some people might not connect to sexual trauma, but I feel like with the conversation of sexuality, female empowerment, sexual empowerment, people who have lived through sexual trauma, sometimes they feel left out of the conversation. So I feel someone who wants to, they shouldn't not be able to feel sexually empowered. That's not how it should sit, I feel. So I think them finding a brand or, a person like yourself you know leading the brand <laughs> talking on a on a level that speaks to them that is it is about the emotional because you know sex sexual trauma is emotional yeah and sex is so wild it's such a wild experience like everything that's in, involved in this uh topic of life just really blows my mind like i i think that Uh, you know, part of me wishes that I studied like human sexuality in college or something. And because it really does always fascinate me. But I think that like, it is this opportunity to just if you choose to, if you want to, you can use it as a window into your soul, like how you relate to your sexuality, how you relate to intimacy with others and yourself it's like it can just be this really fascinating window in, in into yourself to me it's just uh you know i like astrology i like anything that, like human design i like anything that kind of makes me feel like i understand myself you know know thyself and thou shalt know the universe and god that's like you know i think Socrates or you know it's just like it's interesting to feel that you can understand who you are um and 
continuously change and so continuously learn about who you are and also feel like you're learning about something so deep and bigger than yourself at the same at the same time by looking at this one aspect of of being a human definitely and I think I read a quote actually that you said which sat with me earlier I was like yes this is so true but it's difficult to receive love when you don't know who you are yeah I was like this is so true (laughs) yeah and it's yeah if you don't know who you are if you um are kind of just not being who you are on purpose or you know like just kind of floating and and not sure if somebody is is going to show you some indication of love or connect connecting to you but you're being either false or you know inauthentic or just like unsure it's going to be really hard to receive that love because you're not you're you're not connected to what you're showing you're not connected to what you're um giving off from you so it could be confusing if somebody is like giving you love and love is all around us you know so it's like if you're giving off something that doesn't feel connected to your heart yeah of course it's going to be weird it's going to feel weird if somebody's giving love to this like entity that isn't really you so it's like just wake to it yeah I mean, for me, definitely. I was in the past when I look back, uh, you know, when there was love around me, I just wasn't, I was in a survival state as well. So I couldn't really see it as love. You know, I had low self-worth. So when you have low self-worth, it's like you can't even accept the love that's coming to you because you don't feel like you you deserve it. Yeah, uh, it's unawareness. And I I do feel like, um, yeah, what you said, like survival mode and all these things that we, we go through, it's such a common experience for us to, to not even be able to take the time to get out of that mode or to look at these things. You know, that's why I'm also just what I said earlier. It's like, first things first, like, let's like take the pressure off people to feel like they have to like heal or experience this like crazy, like sexual, like whatever, like, no, it's like, actually like that is going to come if you just like you know take things little by little and and figure out like whatever you can at this time and you're doing great and you're doing everything that you can (laughs) that's just like I just I feel like everybody's so stressed like I'm so like in tune to that kind of energy that I'm just that's like again like what I just feel really sensitive to so that's what I try to like say in these interviews now (laughs) yeah no I think it's again a good reminder to it's not about reaching that sexual empowerment phase of being like at the euphoria of an amazing orgasm of course when that happens it is like an out-of-body ex- experience and you can tap into that energy but you know it shouldn't be like an overwhelming thing yeah. that's driving you to connect with yourself basically yeah it's good to know it's there it's yeah it's there things are possible but you don't have to be everything at once I have given this um analogy before it's just like my my mom, like I said, is classically trained. And uh, when she was in college, uh, she was learning um, jazz music, piano. And her professor, you know, like the whole semester, it's like they're learning all these crazy scales, all these, you know, all these ways of, of how jazz compositions are, are worked out and all these things. And at the end of the semester, the professor said to the class, okay, now forget everything you learned and just play. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's how I like to approach like my my sex life or whatever it is is like I know all these things are possible now because I've I've taken that time to learn and be open to see what's up what's what's what my body is able to to feel and all these things but like I'm not going to put pressure on trying to like create the scenario perfectly so that I can experience this I'm just going to know it's there and then live in this in a state of openness and like feel, feel relaxed and let it happen when it's meant to. So I'm not like trying to have, I'm not trying to like do all these things at once. And now, and I I think as like the founder of chakras and somebody who is looked at as like, sometimes like a, you know, sex coach or which I'm not by any means, it's like, that's my, that's my style. Like I'm, I, there's so many things that I haven't experienced yet and I'm really excited to what it does, but this is not like what I'm trying to force into my life right now to make me seem more empowered or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, would you say that Shackrubs has been almost a way for you to express your love? Yes, 100%. And Chakras is something that, yeah, I think it just, it brought me closer to myself. Mm. So, and it, yeah, it's like why now I feel really connected to um, expressing myself through music and acting. Like I said earlier, you know, that was always the trajectory of my life. But then after that experience, mm. kind of took me on this other path. And now I feel like I've I've completed this, this thing. Like I understand that, that what this purpose was Mm. maybe or something, you know, I, I, I get why that happened. I did all these things and now I feel like, okay, I healed that. That's healed. Mm. Whatever that part of my life was. And now I'm back to just being who I who I am and accessing like my soul. And that's why it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing music and I'm doing other creative. Amazing music, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I can't wait to, not that I can't wait to stop speaking to you, but like, oh, it's so good. It was um, kind of giving me like Banks, Grimes vibes. I was like, this is, I am loving this music. (laughs) You know, just dancing around. (laughs) Thank you so much. That's really cool because it is just like, that is now you know, that's my heart and soul. Like that, that's it right there. You know, like that's what I'm, that's what I'm able to do now that I like spent, I think all these years, like figuring out like this trauma and whatever, and, and helping other people like have, have access to these ideas through this tool and, and things. So that means a lot to me for you to say that because that's like cool. <laughs> um, okay. We've covered a lot there. Thank you so much, Vanessa. What's next? What's next for Chakrubs and what's next for Vanessa? So um, we are relaunching uh, the forest line in the summer, which is a, um, which is our wood line dyed with natural botanicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, it's made to be like completely non-porous and um, body safe with a, a technology called lubrosity. And so it's just like, it's really pretty like 
same same idea of the energy but instead of crystal energy it's plant energy Ooh, so that wow. line is going to be launching again um this summer we have a six-month pop-up in Williamsburg at Showfields and um, that's going to be coming out end of July as well which is really exciting people will be able to like see chakra I, I was like just yeah. in case I ever end up being in town I'm like I'm gonna go see that <laughs> yeah. well, it looks really really cool and fun like it, it I haven't actually seen it yet because they're building it mm-hmm. but it's gonna be a, a really great experience with other brands there as well. And I'll be doing some events there um, and maybe some smaller events like panels and stuff as well. Um, so those are like the the big things I think with Chakrabs that I'm really excited about. And for, for me personally, um, I'm going to be putting out a music video soon, actually. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to see that so you have to let me know when that is <laughs> thank you so much yeah I definitely I'll send it to you and um yeah I'm I was also in a um an independent film uh that should be releasing as well soon and that's called Plantasma so you know I have like those those types of things coming out for for me to this this summer that are like my personal passion projects so we'll see <laughs> beautiful all I'm getting is lots of expressions of love and I think yeah. it's beautiful so yeah thank you so much Vanessa is there anything else you want to share before we sign off oh my goodness um love when you love yourself be open to opening and yeah thank you so much for having me (laughs) thanks for listening for more information head to www.shushbox.com we see you we hear you we believe you